0: Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. How's everybody doing today? Come on in. Come on in. Beautiful Sunday afternoon. What time is it? One o'clock central right now. Come on in. Welcome, welcome. Let me know where you're from. Make sure you can hear me okay uh, in the comments that you can see me okay in the comments. I turn up this light a little bit because last time the way YouTube processes, like processes these live streams, they get really dark. So I turn this up a lot. So if I'm like shining onto your screen, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully I look okay. Uh, but I did have to turn up the lighting. But anyway, come on in to a potentially spicy, spicy live stream today. I've already seen some comments come through. A lot of uh, different takes. <laughs> so uh, this whole uh, thing here, uh, this discussion today is obviously is going to, uh, from my standpoint, it's 100% done in a way that I'm just here to float ideas. I'm here to uh, think about potential partnerships. Um, I see some correlations between the two people in the title, obviously, Elon Musk and Andrew Andrew Yang that I think uh, could benefit uh, a lot of people potentially, but ultimately what these forums are about, these live streams is to talk about ideas openly, freely, And respectfully, right? So, and I know we're about to delve into something that's going to be, um, uh, usually when we talk about politicians or people that are in the political arena, things tend to get a little bit um, heated because of how passionate people feel. Uh, but uh, I would ask that if you do wanna share any thoughts or if you do wanna post anything in the comments, obviously I, I can't, I'm not your parent, I can't tell you exactly what to do, but um, what I find is that if we are as respectful as humanly possible with each other when we share our ideas, uh, they tend to kinda cut through a little bit better, okay? Um, and then if we're able to um, have a forum where we can just openly talk about these things and, and how they would work out uh, over time, then I think ultimately that's what I'm trying to get to here, okay? Um, and as before, what we'll do with these forums is that uh, if you do want to share some thoughts, and if you do want to come on and uh, share them live, not just in the comments section, uh, I'll post a link to the live stream, uh, live stream to join, so that you can come on and ask questions and um, share maybe some thoughts, right? Uh, and I do ask that we, you know, do try to keep it brief because obviously this is going to be a potentially jam packed. Um, sort of a topic here. But yeah, so it's in the description. Uh, Let me use one of these cool uh, uh, overlays here. If you're visiting us live, I put the link for joining the live stream in the description, but what I will ask first is that I'm going to spend uh, a few minutes just walking through sort of my thought process as to why this topic even came up in the first place, uh, and then we'll go from there, okay? But do let me know where you're from before we even get started. So we got people from Canada, we got people from Philly, Philadelphia. Newbie here. Welcome, will. Good to have you, my friend. We have a uh, DRK, long, long time uh, follower of the channel. Thank you very much from Atlanta, Hot Atlanta. We got Germany, Earth. We got people that are original Yang Yang. that's awesome. Um, yeah, very good to have everybody. Oh, we have a couple people from Atlanta. That's amazing. So we got Finland, our usual global audience. I love it. I love it. Okay. And it does seem like we can all, uh, you can all hear me and see me. Okay. So uh, as long as that's good, uh, that's perfect. And we got people from Iowa as well. Okay. Cool. So here's how I think about this topic. And of course, um, as I go through this, uh, drop your comments in the section. Feel free to have your conversations in the comments as well, right? This is, we're here to just share ideas. Okay. So this is where it all started for me. Um, As of what is it? 2019 ish 2020. You I could not give less of a crap about politics. <laughs> I could not okay. I was super disengaged. Just to give you a little bit of a context. I'm 35. I'm 35. Yeah, I'm 35. I'm 35. I don't know how I would question myself how old I am but tells you how uh, old I'm getting I guess I'm 35. Okay. Let's keep going here. So uh, so I would have been around 31, 32 years old, okay, around that time frame. And, and really, I was, I was just not engaged in politics whatsoever at all. Uh, and I think, thinking back, the reason why that was is because I couldn't for the life of me understand, in most cases, in my opinion, what politicians were saying. <laughs> so when I would go watch a debate or watch them speak or hear them say something, I would always have this feeling that oh man maybe I'm not smart enough to really get what they're saying because they're they're speaking in a specific way they're saying certain things um, and they're and they're and they're you know they're answering questions in a way that it's confusing to me so maybe I'm just not smart enough for politics or maybe I don't have uh, enough of an inclination to understand uh, enough about politics to give my two cents about politics okay. And then what ended up happening back in 2019, and again, and, and I'll outline it, I'm, I'm politically like homeless, I guess. I don't really have a specific political party. Um, but this person, Andrew Yang came out of nowhere back in 2019 when he was running for president on the democratic side, uh, if, if you guys are, are familiar on the, on the US politics side, for those of us that are um, international. So, uh, and the thing that really, like for me, that caught me off guard is that I really understood what he was saying <laughs> that he he had a very um clear way of describing what he saw as problems in the United States specifically. So he talked about a lot uh, a lot of his campaigning was central around how automation uh, and um, you know AI and robotics and things like that over the last few years they've impacted a lot of jobs, and the reason why the Midwest is sort of been struggling for the last few decades, it's because of the outflow of work from those areas, obviously overseas, but also an outflow to uh, companies and to jobs that are more automated, which over time have, haven't created enough jobs for those areas to really survive, okay? So that, that was his overall premise, but it was very well articulated and I could follow it, and that was the first time I could ever do that in that, in that realm, so I'm like, okay, cool, maybe I, maybe I do understand uh, what these people are saying. They just, maybe I have to absorb a little bit better. And of course, I had been following Elon Musk for a while already. So uh, as a lot of you probably already know, I've been an investor since 2012. And at that time, I would have still been at Tesla. So I joined Tesla 2017. and 2019, I would have been two years in and freaking super laser focused on the mission. So, uh, and what was really interesting is that there was this convergence of thoughts between... um uh, automation, right, between uh, Elon and, and and Andrew. And the way they talked about it was like, not in the same sort of context, but they were both talking about how automation is going to change the world, right? Um, and there was this um, time period as well as when Yang was running for president where Elon openly said on Twitter, um, that he he supports Yang, something about he's going to be our first goth president, so I support him, right? Jokey manner, but it did end up that that he he was supporting him, which was cool. And I do believe Andrew also interviewed Grimes on his channel, if I recall correctly. Andrew Yang interviewed Grimes They talk about parenthood and stuff like that. Um, but there was some some sort of connection there, so I was like, okay, cool, that that's really cool. Then, if you're familiar with Andrew Yang, he's talked about a lot. Uh, he's talked a lot about. Uh, Universal Basic Income or UBI, which uh, at the time was a, a way to try and mitigate the, how do we say it? Um, mitigate the impact of automation on on, on society in a way, to, and to essentially tax tax automation and robots. Okay to try and fund <laughs> the United States public with the winnings from, the, from this automation to try and offset the, the pain of people losing their jobs to that automation in some way. A lot of people can argue as to if that works or not, but that's his overall plan. But he was talking about automation. He was talking about the future, which to me was very attractive, okay? Especially at the time. And so that really started piquing my interest on the person. That really started piquing my interest on Andrew Yang and and sort of what he what he was about. And around 2019 2020, when when sort of the election started coming around in, in the United States, uh, I'll be completely honest. I became a pretty big fan of him. He I, I, just came across to me. And again, you're more than welcome to your opinion. But to me, he came across as somebody who was empathetic, somebody who was who appeared to be honest. By by far the most honest person. Uh, within the realm of, say, politicians that I could connect with, I generally have a pretty large distrust of politicians, to be completely honest, um, especially nowadays. But he seemed as somebody that came across very uh, different from that perspective. And he was speaking a language that I could understand, which I think probably ultimately was the most important part of this whole thing. So I found that to be uh, uh, very, 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 very fascinating. So, um, and I do and I do want to just rephrase that if we do, the key thing here in the comments section is to ensure that we're keeping this conversation respectful, okay? So I just want to keep reiterating this. I know p- politics can bring up a lot of uh, sort of certain feelings. <laughs> and I, I get how it can be divisive in a way but again f- for the spirit of the conversation let's make sure we keep this as respectful as humanly possible we're just here to share ideas okay so <clears throat> so his focus on automation and tech was was pretty pretty fascinating to me and then it also seemed like he was one of the one of the things that he was also focusing on that was interesting to me was the well, we talked about the UI, uh, the AI and automation, but, but that, that AI, AI focus was something that was also aligning with Elon, um, especially as he started getting into FSD, especially as the bot started becoming a, a thing, right? So there, there was starting to be a lot of overlap between those two folks. And then as of late, uh, one of the things that Andrew did was, um, I guess, start his own party, right? His own third party called the Forward Party, uh, which I found to be a pretty innovative step towards trying to make some sort of change or difference in the uh, in the political system here in the States, okay? Now, a lot of people can have thoughts of if that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? But it's sort of innovative for where we are today in in the political sort of arena in the U.S. I think, uh, you know, again, from, a, from somebody who's really been following politics for not even, I guess, called two years, so consider me a newbie in this, right? This is just me openly talking about my thoughts here. Um, It seems like it's uh, ripe for a lot of disruption. (laughs) If we draw a lot of parallels to say the US political system, and let's use Ford and GM as an example. How long has the two-party system been alive in the US, right? And this comment section do help me understand this a little bit better. It seems like that's been around for a really long time, right? And if I look at other countries around the world, it seems like uh, two-party systems are rare. You usually have way more than two parties. And uh what's becoming more clear to me is that if if you have a tough time, um if you only have two parties in a country, from what I'm feeling right now in the United States, it's very easy to like, I guess I've heard Joe Rogan talk about this, like just to other someone, right? Like you just say, oh, you're part of that group. Oh, you're part of that group, which appears to be human nature, right? We're tribal by nature as humans. But it becomes it it doesn't maximize for preventing that. <laughs> it maximizes for maximizing that behavior or of tribalism, which uh, I'm not so sure was super beneficial uh, in the in especially as we were uh, developing as a species, right um I think the 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 diversity of thought over time, I think, is what has allowed us to. Uh, become a more advanced species. So having two parties seems like to me an, a system that doesn't allow for the maximization of the best ideas coming forward. And it's, you're just maximizing for an idea that's just popular enough, just popular enough, or at least more popular than the other idea to win. But that doesn't always mean it's the best idea, Right. And so I thought the, the, the idea of another party or to introducing more parties, period, was an interesting one. So I'm like, okay, cool. And so the reason why I think Elon and Andrew should team up, look, this is really the, the, the whole concept of the title, is that I think that there is a lot of overlap from a sort of vision perspective of what are the things that are going to impact humanity in the future, especially as related to automation and AI, um, Yang has been talking about it. Elon has been talking about it. Elon is freaking driving it, right? And given that Yang has some political experience, right? He did run for president, and he has been plugged into the system a little bit. And now that he is uh, running his or you know trying to spearhead this third party or third party movement in the in the forward party, I think that is a it's an innovative way of approaching how to fix uh, some of the things that he's trying to fix, right or wrong. Right, whatever it is, at least he's trying to do that. So I think having two, in my opinion, we all already know Elon's very innovative, but I I believe Yang is innovative as well in in the way he's approaching politics. So I think putting those two guys together makes a lot of sense. And just having those two guys work together more on either bringing awareness to certain things that are going on, um, getting visibility into what the industry is doing from an AI perspective and trying to give it more voice. Like AI safety is a big one. I think Yang could help Elon drive that conversation much closer to uh, where it needs to be in order to get some reg- regulations around AI safety. Um, in, in other ways, I think Yang could help Elon drive the conversation of why full self-driving has to happen and why regulators should make it take it very seriously and allow it to develop as quickly as humanly possible, right? I think that's just sort of at the surface, but I think there is a lot in there. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to read comments. And again, if you are uh, uh, open to coming on and having a conversation and sharing your thoughts live just like I did, and ask a question perhaps, I'm going to post the link in the comment. And the only thing I ask is that you have a camera so we can all see your beautiful face and that your audio is decent, okay? So I hope I verbalized that correctly. Again, this is like I'm trying to be very respectful of the topic because I know how divisive politics can get. But I ultimately, I'm just trying to float ideas out and I'm trying to speak my mind about what I think are opportunities here with this awesome community. So let's go ahead and read some comments. Oh, we already got somebody. I love it. We'll just bring him in. Oh, Richard. Yeah. Richard's yeah, back. So,
1: uh, How's it going? Yeah, so I'm, a, I'm good. How are you doing?
0: Good, man. What's up?
1: So I'm, I'm an old guy. And um, notwithstanding whatever my politics are, The thing that's changed over my lifetime that has made it more difficult on um, getting things done, which is the big issue, is that people cannot constructively disagree. Mm. So when they have a a difference in opinion, it becomes a personal issue as opposed to trying to understand the other part, other person's position, and maybe try to work to some uh, commonality Positions. And that mm-hmm. has been like a clear chain. And I think one of the problems that has kind of facilitated that is the the ability of, of people to express themselves anonymously or at a distance. Because if mm-hmm. you're not in front of somebody, you can say a lot, lot harsher things than if you have to be right in their face. And so true part of that is internet related part of that you know you know part of that might just be you know uh, the time and as we become more whatever just a natural progression but that to me seems to be like the biggest impediment to moving forward in a constructive fashion
0: that's that's a really good point and i 100% agree with with you on that i think i think what's interesting about that too is that one of the things that attracted me to yang at least is that i feel like he my my personal opinion, I felt like he had a little bit of that in him that would be open to that sort of open dialogue and being able to sit down and having that open dialogue. And I know Elon is always a proponent for that with his whole freedom of speech thing, right? Like, just let all the ideas come right, to the top right, right. and we can all talk about it. So it seems like there's a overlap there as well. But I couldn't agree with you more. And honestly, part of the reason why I'm even doing this now, like this specific live stream is with this spirit in mind is because like I knew as soon as I pressed go live I'm like this could be a shit show <laughs> cuz I don't know what's going to happen but like I feel like I feel like if we could all do exactly what you said and just sit down and just be willing to just have uh, uh, an open line of communication between each other to truly talk about ideas to find the best solutions I think all of us would would be much better off and and I'm hoping I don't know if it's realistic for me to think that uh, you know an Elon and Yang par- partnership could somehow harbor that sort of environment long term or if it's even possible for anyone to do that, but um, I'm an optimist by nature, so who knows:
2: Well it's,
1: it's you doing kind of what you're doing kind of is your little impact on that so you know if enough of that happens it definitely impacts things and I don't yeah. know if I would vote for Yang, but I always found him to be legitimate so mm-hmm. And I I can't say that about a lot of people. So, So that's good. Anyway, have a great day. Thank
0: thank you so much, Richard. Have a great day, man. Thank you for coming on. Awesome. Beautifully, beautifully said. Thank you, Richard. All right, we got another person here. We got our friend, Tony. What's up, Tony?
3: Hey, Farzad. How you doing, man?
0: Good, man. How you doing?
3: So the one day I'm in my truck instead of my Model Y. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: For uh, shame! <laughs> but
3: yeah, I, I was uh, I, w- I was a really big Andrew Yang supporter. Um, I actually went to Iowa, like, and, and knocked oh, doors in January of 2020. I, w- I was in Council Bluffs for like a week, you know, wow. towards towards the end of uh, of the campaign there, like right before the primary. So yeah. I think it's really interesting because I feel like you and I might fall into a similar sort of place or similar overlap, like where there's. I think there's a, a natural overlap. People are really interested in Tesla, in Elon Musk, in you know, kind of like the advancement of the human condition through all this technological advancement, and yeah. um, you know, political ideas of someone like Andrew Yang. Like I've I've become convinced that universal basic income is a necessary inevitability uh, for advancement of our society. Um, you know, there's, there's there's so much about that, but. Um. yeah, I guess those are, those are the main just thoughts I have. I could elaborate more, but, you know, I wonder what, what your thoughts are. What are your thoughts yeah. on, on universal basic income? You know, besides what you mentioned about, about automation, for me, automation is kind of like the third or fourth reason why we need universal basic income.
0: Yeah, no, <clears throat> no, I, I really appreciate that. I think, I think the the sentiment you shared at the beginning there, where it's like, I think there's like, I think there's a, significant number of the population that's probably not even aware of it yet. I mean, I think some, I think some of them are, but I think the overlap you just described uh, exists a lot, but it's just very quiet and like super like underground. And it's like, I don't know, it's somewhere. And I don't know what its impact's gonna be, but it's somewhere. I think, it, and the fact that you came on and just said that, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, I know, like I, I can feel this. I know it exists. So that's very cool. Um, the, the UBI question, yeah, I think, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I do think it's going to be an inev- inev- inevitable. Anyway, it's going to be inevitable uh, over time, uh, for sure. I think I think it's unless we have it in place uh, when we have a lot of AI and robots doing a lot of our jobs. I think we're going to be in a situation where we're going to be in, in, in a very dire position. And I know Elon has talked about it before, uh, specifically within that context. Uh, to be completely honest, I. I don't know in what other context um, UBI would be impactful in or, or necessary in outside of automation. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that, because you, you named automation as your third or fourth reason. What's the, what's the top one or two for you, for well, UBI? the
3: biggest one for me, and I'm sure this will draw a lot of, there are a lot of people who disagree with this, this idea, but it's more from the fact of, of guaranteeing that everyone has an opportunity to be a meaningful part of our society. Mm-hmm. because like reality is is like you know there 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 once was a time where you know you could you could go out and find a piece of land and and try to like survive on your own you know this this whole idea of like you can participate in society or you can choose not to but the reality mm-hmm. of it is is like if you don't if you don't have money if you aren't if you aren't born with some kind of support structure like you're you're going to end up being a surf or or like someone's bitch I mean sorry if that's like, like not the, no, not okay. the right language, but, but it's just, I've already you know, said shit so once. Times okay. where <laughs> I just, I just think of like, you know, if I wasn't born into a middle-class family, if I didn't have an opportunity to get an education, if I didn't have, you know, all this support structure around me to be able to choose a job that is meaningful for me, I would be mm-hmm. doing stuff that, that would frankly make me be miserable, you know? Sure, And, and to me, like people having a certain amount of capital that's guaranteed so that they can make the right choices. And it's, and it's so like opposite to the way we think of government services, because every government service you can imagine has a certain amount of paternalism to it. Like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to create this healthcare system because we're the government. We know you need healthcare or we know you need, you know, insurance or whatever versus, uh, providing people with with capital so they can make their own decisions and and mm-hmm. have resources to to really have have power you know because if if you are in a situation where you can't you you're entirely reliant on your job you know you're 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 kind of at the mercy of your employer you know mm-hmm. and granted mm-hmm. there's there's a different scales of how extreme or not that that goes but there are a lot of people who are really just stuck doing nonsensical bullshit jobs mm-hmm. and the only reason a lot of these jobs exist and i think part of the drag on automation happening is because like people are just stuck in these ruts like you 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 look around and you see how many jobs there are that shouldn't exist the only reason they exist is so that the person doing it can have some semblance of a of a living you know mm-hmm. and i think there, there being access to universal basic income like that would just make it all the more clearer of like, what is a complete waste of time? What is an actual good use of human capital? What is an actual good use of, of, of people's time? And then that coupled with unlocking so much creativity because people will, will be able to, to really stop and think about what, what's really important in life. Like what, what do I really want to do with this limited amount of time that I have? rather than just provide some, you know, nonsensical service so I can get some money to pay for the absolute bare basics like like food and rent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like these are these are just the, the biggest things to me because it's it's like universal basic income in a way is, is sort of guaranteeing that you're a human, you have a right to exist, so you can actually make real choices about what you're doing with your time. Because at the end of the day, I think, you know, everything of value came from someone's consciousness it came from someone's idea and if if all of our you know the vast majority of human brain power is being wasted away at at doing some meaningless job rather than reflecting on like what what can i do to add value or or what exactly you know what i mean because if you're if you're just struggling day to day you don't have time or capacity to think about the future and like that's that's one aspect another aspect i think of is just like like how does how does money work right you know we we, we're the main way money is created is through bank loans and and then there's this interest rate that's set and it's raised and lowered and that affects like how much demand there is for for these loans and how much money is created but really it's the the banks that get to decide like oh this this project is worthy this project is not like oh Fracking, that's a great idea. Here, we'll write you a loan for that. Building electric cars? No, no, no. That's a really stupid idea. We're Mm -hmm. we're not going to give you a loan for that, you know? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. putting some of that money back into, I guess, a more democratic hands where, where like, you know, more of the money just comes from people having it or it being created for people rather than it all being created for banks, from Mm -hmm. banks, I think Mm -hmm. we'll also have a, you know, net move society in a better direction. But these are all kind of, like, bigger... That was term. a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, no, Sorry, you're good. Like a, you're I'm good. No, I really box. No, you're good.
0: I really appreciate you uh, sharing uh, sharing your thoughts for sure. I really I think I think the overarching idea of a lot of people are stuck in jobs that are super unfulfilling and a lot of people are like just working to survive. I 100% agree with that. I think what's going to be super interesting to find out is what make like outside of automation, what are the mechanics and tool sets that we have available that are going to allow us to be able to generate enough uh, income as a people to be able to fund all those things. Right. So I think that that's just uh, a matter of all of us sitting down and figuring out how to do that. And But that doesn't happen unless we have people in power that are willing to have those conversations, right? So it's like nobody's even willing to have the conversation right now. I think that's the most important thing we have to solve for initially to even be able Absolutely. to get there, you know, to even understand if like I'm not even saying it's impossible or possible, but like no one's even talking about like let's actually find out if it's possible. Like, this is how you solve problems. Let's sit down and figure out if this shit's possible, you know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing those thoughts, dude. Um, we have a couple of folks in the comments saying you look like Jason Momoa. I don't know if you got that before.
3: <laughs> I've, yeah, I've, I've heard that yeah. before. I've heard that before. Awesome. Yeah. Especially because awesome. I've let the let the hair grow out since the pandemic nice. started. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. Awesome, That's, man. that's yeah. awesome. Man. And I guess appreciate the, the last thing I'll leave you with is is ranked yeah. choice, choice voting is yeah, that one's or like the way our voting system works is the main reason why we only have two parties. I agree. Because I agree if you, that. yeah. So we need to adopt a new, a new type of voting system like rank choice voting or like star voting, which the founder of Arkimoto is actually a really huge proponent of, and it's very interesting system because you, you get to like, you know, you, you have all the candidates on a ballot, you give them a score one to five, right. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they, they count up all the scores, the, the candidates with the two highest scores go to an automatic runoff where then they look yep. through everyone's ballots and basically that candidate who had the highest score, they get, they get that vote, you know? So yep. it's a, just a much more refined system for determining.
0: Yeah. Um, it allows people to yeah. vote for their favorite choice.
3: That's what it really comes down right. to. And, and, and express really how, how excited or not they are for those choices. Like, exactly. That scoring system is, is pretty huge. But anyway, exactly. Farzad, I really appreciate you having me on, man. I, I appreciate been- you, man. Thanks. It's Take been care. Great.
0: Have a great Sunday. Bye. You too. Shout out to uh, Tom Nash with the uh, Jason Momoa. That's a that's a big compliment.
3: <laughs>
0: that's awesome. All right, we got another person in the wings. If you do want to join, Tom, you're also welcome as well. If you would like to jump on and share some thoughts. Um, my buddy, my my Russian brother from another mother, I like to call him. We've got another guest on. We got Larry David. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Larry David, my ass. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got you. I got
4: a coach. I got a coach.
0: <laughs> what a troll. <laughs> we
4: got Larry what David.
0: I was, bro, dude, like, You know what? It's your it background. It Larry
4: David or or bend over. I was like, which one should I use? Man. <laughs> if
0: I knew, if I knew that background, oh my god, you totally got me. I thought it was like some blonde dude coming on. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: who's Larry David, bro? Oh my god, <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. How you doing, bro?
3: How's it going? Good.
4: Good. I wanted to jump on t- for two minutes. Yes, sir. Uh, to say, first of all, how proud of my uh, of your community. I am oh sorry for my uh, Russian uh, verbiage. It's a little bit fucked up, um, but I wanted Thank to you. share my thoughts a little bit about what's going on with the Twitter deal. Fair disclosure: this motherfucker cost me five thousand dollars, bro, because I put it on the risk arbitrage deal, and I said, "It's it's sure thing, bro. I tweeted it's a sure thing. <laughs> Easy money, bro. It was like five thousand, bro." Yeah, it's not not a sure thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) found out the hard way.
4: I I found out the hard way. So basically, so um, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually I went to law school. And when I went to law school, I had a summer internship. And in the summer, in the vacation between the first year, second year, third year, you do internships in, in the same law firm where uh, eventually most people end up working, at least initially. And I used to work with this partner, and he was really, like, uh, empowering. You know what I mean? He give, like, he let us do a lot more shit than usually, like, uh, summer interns would do.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And um, yada, 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 I draft a fucking contract. And uh, it's a fucking killer contract. Like it absolutely neuters the other party, for, and we get all the fucking. And, and I put in all these little traps for them, which, and basically he was like, I think this contract is fucking trash. I said, How? The, it's, it's the look, I, I, I snuck it here and I stuck it there. They never noticed. And then we I said, No, no, you don't understand how contracts work, my guy. He says, Contracts work based on the win win. If you fuck with the balance of the win win, this piece of paper is not gonna fucking hold up the fucking contract. It's meaningless, right. pointless. The contract it doesn't make no sense. It's going to fucking collapse. It don't matter if you have this piece of paper. You missed the whole point of the contract law, bro. Mm-hmm. And then I, that was the first time I, I understood. The, that's why I'm not big on contracts. I signed one pages, bro. Two pages. I, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. So I, I, looking at the Twitter deal, this is exactly what fucking happened. So in Twitter, the deal has become pretty much insufferable for Elon to the point where he's saying, at minimum, this is going to cost me a billion dollars. Maximum, we're going to Chancery Court in Delaware, and I'm going to be fucking uh, fighting a ten-year battle, which eventually they might inf- basically enforce the fucking deal on me, which is going to be god awful. Let's see what happens.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So, um, I think Dan Ives really defined it well. Friend of the show here, and I'm, I'm sure a friend of my show. I like Dan a lot. He said, yeah, "This is a disaster scenario for everyone." <laughs> <laughs> this is so true. And basically he said, "This is going to be in court for years, bro." Uh, I, so yeah. I do want to talk about the winners and the losers from what just happened. Yeah. So first of all, I don't know if you're familiar with the law firm that uh, Elon is working with. They're called uh, uh, Scud- Scudden and Sharks.
0: Aren't they like uh, time, all-time Wall Street uh, law firm?
4: They're one of the top, I think, five law firms in the U.S. Okay. So when we were applying for summer internships, like this was either Sullivan and Cromwell, Scudden Arps, uh, um, Sidley Austin, uh there's a, it's, like a, it's a top 10 firm, maybe even more, it's especially yeah. on the East Coast. I mean, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Anyways, so I call them, jokingly, their real name is and Arbs, but I call them and Sharks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but basically, uh, they're saying now, yeah, too much bots, essentially. And there's like five different arguments. No disclosure, material adverse effect, blah, 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 blah. Now, I never practiced as a lawyer. I know I prefaced this by saying I did go to law school, but I never fucking... I, I passed the bar, by the way. Okay on my first go and they're like 40% foreigners passed this fucking New York State bar. Bro. It's very wow. hard. It's a two-day wow. exam I passed it, but i never practiced not a single day Anyways, mm-hmm. so this is not me being a lawyer just complete layman So losers here. I think a hundred percent Twitter and Elon Everybody's losing bad mm-hmm. PR for Twitter, bro. It's gonna cost a fucking fortune to litigate this motherfucker Elon is paying at least a billion here. This is like best case scenario. This is costing me a billion. I mean, this is not going to fucking, uh, it's not going to be pleasant. What for do you think
0: about it being like a renegotiation tactic by Elon?
4: I don't know, man. It sounds like it's Because uh, if it's, it's going to sound- be a
0: 10 year deal, what if by year two, Twitter's like, you know what, you know what, it's our Maybe. stocks that $10, just fucking buy it. Like, no, you but think-
4: it- Twitter have such a strong case in court, bro. You think so? Because, yeah, they have a strong case.
0: Okay. For him to
4: prove materials adverse effect, I mean, it's going to be a tough case to litigate. I'm sure okay. his lawyers think that the case is winnable. I mean, that's how lawyers think. But Twitter okay. has a so- Twitter have a solid case enough that they can basically sit there and say, well, you know, we might get like uh, more than a billion if we take this. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. not a clear cut. Maybe. I don't know. But like, I just me,
0: wonder like how much of a drag that's going to be on the company's performance if, if it really becomes a thing over time. You know, and if I mean, Elon, Elon says, you know what, screw like, you guys. You bro, know. you
4: know how much these lawyers charge? Mm, a lot. Like, <laughs> kind of arms, probably on average, like a partner is like a thousand bucks an hour, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow.
4: And the associates probably like another six hundred. This is gonna be, bro.
0: It's an ordeal.
4: It's gonna be a career-making fucking case, bro, for mm. whoever handles this. Mm. In fact, I would say that the only winners here is obviously Tesla shareholders that gets fucking getting rid of this fucking deal. Nobody in Tesla wanted in this community. But the second part is, look, I think this, the biggest winners are going to be the lawyers. bro.
0: Oh, yeah, of course. They, they always win.
4: Wives, boyfriends <laughs> with new yachts, bro. Pool boys with new lingerie from the wives
5: lawyers, bro. Should be have been like,
4: a lawyer, Tom. <laughs> every lawyer I know who practiced law died fucking young, bro. Yeah, this I is believe a, If you go to work every day and you fight with people actively every single yeah. day, yeah, oh, God. I hate this. Yeah, um, yeah. I think. Uh, did you hear? It? I just want to say one last thing before I That's go. That's fine. I also there's want to get a, your
0: opinion on the topic of the video, too, if you have
4: some. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, I'm not sure I have such a smart opinion about it, but I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll think about it. So, there's a guy on Twitter, a few people on Twitter, who are saying that this was a ruse, like from day one. They're saying that this was a ruse for Elon to sell Tesla shares. As part of the prep for the Twitter deal so it doesn't have the backlash from selling such a big chunk of Tesla stock.
0: I'm having a hard time following that. What do you mean by that?
4: So he had to sell a few tes- – like he collateralized yeah, a few stocks. But why was it a ruse? A few? Because they're saying that if he just straight up sold Tesla stock, the share price would have suffered. But because people were saying, oh, this is part of the Twitter deal. He doesn't really want to sell this stuff, but he doesn't have to. Like, that's kind of the conspiracy. But there's always a conspiracy theory with right? Bro, this is America. There's a conspiracy theory. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, bro. It sounds to me he had easier ways to get it done. But the one thing I'll tell you is the fucking Nostradamus of 2022 is the guy from Hindenburg Research. Nate Mm. Anderson, bro. He called us like, day one. Like, this is exactly how it's going to play, blah, 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 blah. He He was ahead of it. Yeah, he was way ahead of it, bro. And by the way, he's the guy who exposed the guy I made the video about, the magician doctor fake ass murderer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's the guy. He, that dude is fucking-
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's good. He, and I think, I think he at some point too, he like switched up his stance on Tesla too. I, th- I know they were short for a while and then they, they turned out to be long after he discovered that they were going to be- uh, I think it was right before that crazy run up they had. But yeah. um, that's a different story. Any thoughts on Elon Musk and Andrew Yang? Uh, do you know anything about Andrew? I like Yang? them
4: both a lot, but uh, yeah, Andrew's ahead of the curve for sure. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if I agree with everything he said, but yeah, he's a smart fucking dude, bro. Uh, yeah, if they team up, that's a power couple, bro.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think sure. I think there's some overlap there for sure of some sort. That's that would be beneficial in some way. I just I'm. I think then just getting together to work together, I think, is a positive. But yeah, uh, but yeah, and they
4: have, they they match a lot of uh, ideas and policies and whatnot.
0: Innovative and I wish approaches. I, I wish
4: even could have ran for president, bro. There's no good candidates, bro.
0: Yeah, it's she, it's did one did of those things. Did you hear Rogan say
4: but he doesn't want to promote fucking Trump and Biden's dead men? I agree with both <laughs> of these statements, bro. I mean, there's literally nobody. Bro.
0: Yeah, especially I feel like for like people, a lot of our communities, I feel like, are much more. Um, I like tech future innovative sort of thinking and it's it's tough to find at least in my opinion it's tough to find a politician out there that encapsulates what our communities are looking for. I, I don't want to speak for everybody, but like for me myself, like I feel like it's it's I almost see them. I I don't know where they're at, but you know, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody will surprise me, who knows? Who By knows? the way,
4: I just I don't know how the fuck can you hear me? I my mic is on. Oh really? Is it different now from before?
0: Uh uh. Sounds the same.
4: That's so weird, bro.
0: You know, it doesn't sound like it's coming out of your main mic. It does sound like it's coming out of a
4: out of a shit mic. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, let me see why.
0: (laughs) Audio input. Do, 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 do. Yeah. While, while you do that, I'm going to say, I'm going to do a little caption here. If you like what you're watching, please hit like. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like yo, if you don't there hit the like button, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to take a shit in your toilet. <laughs> Dude, what, you said that last time? I, like, it, happened, it happened once in my house, bro. My wife was so mad at me. I was working on a deal and it was about to collapse. And literally, like, there was a lot of drama. The guy didn't come in and then it was intentionally stalling. And it ended up being like... Four people showed up at my house, bro, at 12.40 or something like this in the middle of the fucking night. And yeah. we were kind of doing the signing. And one of them had to take a shit in my toilet. And he completely fucking <laughs> destroyed it. My wife's like, what the fuck is your job, bro? How is this even happening? He's like, I'm oh sorry. Oh, my <laughs>
0: Lord. Oh, my Lord. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Yeah, happen. it was
4: an apartment, bro. It's not even really oh, like a house, man. bro. Imagine <laughs> it. It's the how should they The it was like a nuclear mushroom bro <laughs> oh my god uh
0: i can like anyways. yeah i'm not even gonna say it
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um anyways Thanks, i'm gonna mother. clear the stage for other people i know there's other people want to speak uh thank i'll you, be man. watching from the from the audience
0: awesome man thank you tom as always man you've been uh you've been a huge supporter man and i and i really appreciate you every time you and i'll see you Uh, I think on the 19th, 19th, 2.30 Eastern, I think. Yes, Yes, sir. Yes, we'll do it. Thank you, man. As always, you're the man. Russian brother from another mother.
4: Yada, yada,
0: yada. Yada, yada, yada. Bye-bye. Awesome. We got a super chat from Mark. A pair character flying in the air with a red cape and a smile on his face. Okay. I think that is a description of the emoji that was used for the super chat and restream. Doesn't just writes it out. So, but thank you, Mark. <laughs> if you did sit down and write that too, that's cool too. Thank you very much. That that's one of the all time greatest comments. Pair character flying in the air with a red cape and a smile on his face. Awesome. Thank you guys. Uh, if anybody else wants to come on and ask a couple questions, or uh, ask a question, or share or share a thought, rather, I have a link right there for the for the um, for the viewers to come on. I'll go ahead and read some comments in the meantime uh, to see if uh, – uh, <laughs> potty mouth Tom. Yeah, he uh, – eh, it's okay. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, okay, so I have a question here from uh, News Politics. Uh, How do you want Elon and Yang to team up? Yeah, so that's that's a very open-ended statement, right? Um, so for me, the, the way – and I talked about this earlier in the, in the live stream, but let me try and – Encapsulate and condense what I said. So I believe both folks are uh, future-oriented people that are envisioning the future uh, in a in a very convincing manner that makes sense for people to understand it as a likely scenario. Uh, they both approach uh, their field in an innovative fashion. So Elon approaches uh, obviously electrification and uh, transportation and AI. Full self driving in a very innovative way. I believe Yang in, uh, approaches politics in an innovative way by introducing a third party nowadays. And then he was talking about topics that were not talked about at all. And then it kind of became a little bit more mainstream over time. So they're both um, they're 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 both uh, sort of big thinkers in their field, and they have a common uh, understanding around AI, automation, and tech. And so I think bringing those two guys together. Uh, in some way, to either uh, drive conversations around why AI safety is important or drive conversations around why full self driving needs to be legalized as soon as possible because it's gonna save lives it's it's I think there's gonna be a common language within those two that's gonna allow the public to understand better what the other person's trying to work on so maybe that's a uh, uh, Not super in-depth explanation, but uh, I do have all of that at the beginning of the video if you're interested, but thank you for your question. appreciate it. We have another super chat here. Thank you very much, uh, WH Whitehouse. Um, Thank you very much for the three Canadian. Appreciate you so much. Uh, What is your favorite Metallica album, Master of Puppets? Easy. Easy. Um... Are you suggesting Elon should run for office, or do you just think Elon should help fund and promote Yang? Probably the latter. I don't think Elon should run for office at all. Um, I do think there um, it, it would be the latter in some way, uh, for sure. Or I don't know, start a freaking podcast together, talk about stuff. You know, like I, I think there there's opportunities where a lot of I feel like a lot of things when it comes to improving society. All of them are born out of conversation. So why not just like try and stick more people together in a room to have more conversations? And I'd like, why, why wouldn't Yang and Elon have their own podcast together? I feel like that would be a really cool way of really, because you have two people talking their own language, right? They're, they're from their own sort of corners of the universe. They come in and they talk about, hey, this is why it's important. I feel like that would actually be a, a good way of solving some problems, you know? Um Yeah, so that, that's how I think about that. Let me know if, if that makes sense. Uh, real quick question here. Uh, do you think it's worth flying in from Europe to the Tesla shareholder meeting? Is there much more there than the, the broadcast keynote? Um, well, if, if you, I would only fly out if you have an invitation. If you don't have an invitation, I don't know if you would, but Austin is a pretty cool place. I mean, Austin has a lot of stuff to do. You can visit the Gigafactory from outside. <laughs> but the, the Austin's got some pretty cool spots, and I believe TeslaCon is doing some stuff that week with like people meeting up at a bar or something so you might be able to meet other tesla fans but um i mean austin's a cool cool city it's a cool city as long as i think it's in austin right pretty sure it's in austin could be wrong um okay i'm gonna post the link one more time in case anyone else wants to come on i will give this a, a few more minutes uh opportunity for folks to come on if you do have questions definitely um Drop them in the comments section. I'll go ahead and, and uh, read them and see if I can add any thoughts. We have Kent saying a best way for both to work together is to form a solid third party with a platform. I think that makes sense. I think that I think that makes sense. And I'm curious, like, how much of the you know that third party that Elon has created in the forward party is um, you know how much of that already has some overlap with what Elon and his companies are trying to achieve, right? Thanks for the response, you got a news politics? No problem, my friend, I got you. By the way, thank you so much, everybody, for the respectful discourse in the comments section. I've been reading through it uh, from time to time, thank you. We need more of this. Everybody, let's do this more often. <laughs> it's so good, it's so good to be able to just have conversations freely and openly. You know, it feels good. It feels like you're actually you're actually solving some issues, or you're 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 getting to a solution. You know, uh, love Yang also forward looking and would do well together. But the media and powers that be hate Yang almost as much as Elon. Constantly uh, put up wrong pictures and misspelled or butchered Yang's name. I remember that. I remember that. That was definitely interesting. Um, I'm trying to find a, a couple comments that were sort of in-depth, anti-yang. Um, if you do have an in-depth anti-yang or anti-partnership take, do let me know. Do drop it in the comment, but please be respectful. Thank you. Um, all right, we got somebody on, but I don't think their camera's on. Uh, here, we got somebody with, with a camera here. I think your camera. We a- oh, we got Dave back. What's up, Dave? Here we got somebody with hey, the camera here. Your camera. We got a, uh, we got a echo bad. on your side. Hey. Here Whoa, we got somebody with the camera here. It? I your got, you got you on twice uh, here. A yeah. on your side. Here, give me a thumbs up once you're ready. <laughs> oh man, sorry. Give me a thumbs up once you're ready, and then I'll bring you in. Oh, he's in. Okay, he's ready. Oh man, sorry. Sorry about that. Give me a thumbs up once you're ready. Oh, I, I still got echo. Oh, he still got, got echo. Up. Oh man, sorry. Yeah. sorry about that. Give me a thumbs up once you're ready. Yeah. All right, we got uh, Daniel in. I think Daniel, you're there.
2: Hello, Daniel here from the Netherlands. How are you today? All right,
0: I'm doing great. Thank you so much. How you doing?
2: Yeah, no, yeah, we're surviving over here with the summer and all. So uh, <laughs> it's going it's going nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right. All right. What can I help you, you with?
2: You can all. <laughs> yeah. No, just uh, sitting here and thinking. Oh, yeah, you've been doing a great job there, keeping us all informed with things, along with all the other guys like the. Thank you. Aussie guy down under and all. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. But I uh, see you're talking about politics and whatever, and that's a bit of a, uh, a dangerous move. Spicy. But, uh,
0: <laughs> Spicy, for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so, all in the, yeah. In, the, in the, you know, with, with, the, I knew when I created the video, I'm like, man, this could go south quick. But I've actually been very, uh, very, uh, it's been going pretty good. I thought. I thought we've been having some good discourse in the comments, and this is just in 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 the nature in the in the spirit of trying to create more open dialogue, even with topics that could potentially be divisive. Because I think we need more of that in the world. But um, hopefully, it's working out. But we'll see.
2: Yeah, no, it's going all right. I think so. Uh, yeah. But yeah, over here we got lots of different parties in the uh, politics and whatever, and uh, yeah, I don't think it really is the answer because. Uh, Mm. Over here, you've got all sorts of... Uh, basically, it's boiled down to the point that everybody votes for everybody and there's there's no clear winners. Mm. And, and every year, again, every four years or three years, whatever it is, they are constantly having to organize parties together to try and get people to uh, form a government as such. And, uh, and then once they get that formed, then they still can't do anything. So it's a bit of a... Uh, it seems like only the big boys are controlling them somewhere from the big companies and whatever. Yeah? interesting. Yeah. How many That's how many
0: team. parties does the Netherlands have?
2: Uh, they've probably got about twenty-five. Wow. Okay. Okay. So lots of would, little would, ones, of course.
0: Yeah. Would you say that uh, less parties would help? Like, what what would you say would be a good improvement to that system to try and mitigate some of those issues you just uh, you just listed?
2: Yeah, no, I think uh, the biggest problem is that the uh, revolving door policy of what you see happening from big business,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. that they're uh, putting people into from big business to make rules and regulations so that that company does well and then uh, pay them off later on, that sort of thing. And uh, I don't know, it just seems like maybe I'm a bit negative after uh, being around for quite a few years. But uh, yeah, you just don't see uh, any way forward with this sort of thing, and that's why I think that Elon Musk is just doing an amazing job. He's actually, in a way, starting to take over the job of the the government by uh, actually pushing people to go green and uh, do the job like it should be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think when, um, you know, I definitely respect the opinion of folks being uh, negative about Elon talking politics. But the way I think about it is, why wouldn't you want somebody who's, um, who is an obvious, obviously good problem solver to try and somehow be a little bit more involved in something, at least in the U.S. that I can talk about, in the U.S. that's so very clearly broken, you know, uh, and yeah. I think... If there was if there was more energy around that sort of uh, uh, approach to try and just just let's have more innovative people trying to actually fix these things uh, so that we can all have uh, uh, actionable governments or politicians that can solve problems, you know, Um, and I don't know why that's such a controversial statement. (laughs) You know, no. I, I have a hard time understanding it, but you know, I definitely respect everyone's opinion. But it's interesting what you said about the the, the system of Netherlands though, because I, I I didn't know I didn't know there were that many parties, but I guess I guess if, if big business and big money has influence in into a, a government, regardless of how many parties there are, of course you're gonna have some some negative outcomes. So it would make
2: sense to fix that, you know? Yeah, it's it like there a are a bunch of sense. puppets with strings being pulled everywhere. Man.
0: I feel like every country just has problems. <laughs> it sucks.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, but that's right, yeah. yeah. It seems yeah. to be the world around and uh, the so-called uh, blackmailing and all sorts of carry-on and who knows. But uh, yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be too negative, I guess. You just have to do the best you can in your situation and that's what uh, That's right. Mr. Musk is doing, I guess, in that way and uh, he's just ignoring it all. But yeah, he started now on the Twitter thing and uh, I don't know, have you ever heard his dad talking or anything
0: i i saw his dad um i I didn't see his dad, but i I thought there was a couple news articles of his dad talking about him being proud of him or something but i don't i never really yeah i never really heard much about him
2: yeah okay well he's a very nice man if you listen to some of his uh stuff there on youtube uh from south africa where he's living and uh He's just like very positive uh, type of person. He's been for years in business and engineering and stuff. So, which is where Elon has got a lot of that from. Okay. And his laugh is exactly the same as Elon. <laughs> that's yeah, how you know he's on. his dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it yeah. just sounds exactly like him. So, but he's been since it was a year of ten or so that Elon was about ten years old. He was his father was taking him because he was living. Now, without his mother, uh, hmm. on his business trips around all over the world, in fact, and uh, he was uh, Elon was sitting there and listening to these big, big boys, and he would uh, tell them what he thought in some of those meetings. So, hmm. from a year of ten years old, he's been learning to communicate with adults and wow. mature adults, which is probably why he's way ahead on his thinking a lot. He's more like a eighty-year-old in his head with experience.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if he's got that much exposure early on, it makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. I'm gonna yeah. have to check him out. I'm definitely gonna have to check him out. He's on YouTube. He, I just find him on YouTube. Just,
2: yeah, I think if you just type in Elon uh, Musk, sorry, Aero, Elon Errol, right? yeah. that's what I mean. sorry, yeah. Uh, nice. And he's got a uh, a South African psychologist who is interviewing him or whatever and talking to him, some lady. Okay, awesome. So, uh, but he's, yeah, if you listen to those stories, and he's like literally only just started doing that on YouTube because since Elon got into, uh, I guess you call it politics, uh, his father is getting very worried about him and mm. uh, the security around it and all that sort of thing because, uh, but yeah, in effect, he's already doing that because once he gets into big, big business, then you're into politics anyway.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That so. makes sense. I'm definitely going to check him out. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate you coming all on. Right. then.
2: No, have a good day, and it was nice to hear you Dutch. uh was a guy a bit earlier on, I think his name is Tony Feyen or something. Uh, he was a Dutch <laughs> name, descendant. <laughs> I could <can> see that.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, man. Have a great Sunday. Take it easy. All right. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. All right, let's bring back Dave. Dave. Hey, Dave. hey how are you doing? There he is. Good, man. Good to see you again.
5: Good seeing you, as always. Uh, my comment was more around... Uh, our politicians' lack of ability any longer to compromise? Mm-hmm. So, and I actually just noticed a uh, a poll that was saying that uh, the desire to compromise is reducing as you go down in in uh, the age levels. So, younger people want to compromise less uh, was the, and I think that's, you know, that leads to in, in a lot of the, um, uh, the reinforcing words around when you get onto these non-compromising sides, of helping create that uh, divide that we have. But then also, when you can't compromise, you can't do anything. So it's one thing to share the ideas and talk to them, but we need to fundamentally get back to uh, not letting the perfect be the enemy of the good, as the saying goes, and actually allow ourselves to uh, to compromise. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I agree 100%. I think... I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. I think ultimately having a way for all of us to sit down and talk about ideas openly, talk about how we feel about certain solutions openly, how to approach problems uh, and and solutions in the way we think is best and talking about those openly without any judgment, with a willingness to try it, <laughs> like I feel like these are all things that like if, if, if I were to take like i almost like na- naively want to say if i just took what i learned at tesla and apply it to just fixing problems generally say in even government like why wouldn't that work it's just, but the reason why it's because of exactly what you said it's that sort of like not willing to compromise tribalism you know your idea is stupid i'm smarter than you kind of thing like it's ego you know it's oh. ego so how can we delete ego and just say let's just try it if it fails stop and, and then if it hurts somebody or, you know, let's make sure we don't hurt anybody. But if for some reason we have a little bit of uh say, financial uh, hurt that happens to somebody, recoup it a little bit before it gets crazy and then try something else. Try something else. Try something. Like we should be trying stuff constantly. Const- there should be a constant try that's uh, flywheel so that's happening. And we have the opposite. We have a lot of like nothing. And um, yeah, no, but I really appreciate that that thought. and I, And I hope more people... Uh, I I, I have a feeling that a lot of people have that that feeling. It's just it's been very either drowned out or quiet and it hasn't been activated yet. And I'm hoping as we sort of move a little bit more into the future and hopefully, I don't know, maybe a part of me thinks that maybe uh, this sort of forum and format will allow something to flourish from this over time and maybe we can use this as a way to to, uh, build out on it and, and allow for more open discourse, you know? Like, I, I would love to bring on people who have uh, very different opinions than mine to come on. Let's just talk. Let's just yeah. have a freaking conversation. What's wrong
5: with that? It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. You know, it's sure. weird. do you see uh, Emmett and. Uh, uh, they had Drew uh, Dixon on, right? Uh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And Matt. Yeah. Emmett and Matt. Yeah. Had, so that was a phenomenal discussion. Yes, it was. And I'm happy to see that they're doing that. And uh, I think that. You need more things like that, and I'd love to see you do the same. Uh, the other kind of quick point, if I have time, yes, yes, sir. And of if course. you have someone else bring in, uh, which is just on third parties. In our current setup in the US, it is very difficult to run a third party campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, the laws uh, at the state and local levels. Uh, make it very, very difficult to do. So you have to really get in there. And and it, it's why, in order to have a real third-party campaign, you have to start years in advance and start clearing the way in the uh, local, uh, well, local, the statewide uh, election laws to to enable a third party to realistically happen. Mm. Because if you don't have votes coming from all 50 states, you're not going to get elected. Mm. And there are just so many uh, states that make it very difficult for a third party to happen. That's, that's why that rarely happens. We all, you know, in like, um, what was it? uh, 80 or yeah, 80, you know, Clinton beat out Ross Perot and somebody else. Uh, anyway, and Ross was a billionaire <laughs> and mm. had had the money and very popular platform, but he didn't make it. And a lot of that was because the uh, state party, uh, the state constitutions and. And laws around voting really make it difficult. So, no,
0: I think that makes sense. It's going to be it's going to be long, arduous, hard work, <laughs> crazy, very challenging. I think I think what I'm hearing though, it's not impossible. It's just extremely difficult, right? right. So, and and it's it doesn't have any incentives for anyone to do it because it's much easier to just pick a side because then you'll just get to where you need to be as long as you just conform, right? Right. That's um, why uh,
5: Andrew yeah. ran as a Democrat before. Right.
0: Because he was trying to use that platform to push it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Hopefully again, like that's why I think having an Elon and a Yang sort of together, like if a Yang has the idea of a third party and then Elon can sort of maybe like they can somehow work together to innovate, to figure out and say, okay, if it makes sense to have a third party in our system, like how can we get it? to happen and then let's go state by state and figure out how to, how to shorten the distance from uh, thought to reality, right? And that's what Elon is extremely good at and, he, and that's a skill set I believe that uh, applies to every field. This is not just a science field. Thought to reality or thought to conclusion is a yeah. skill set that can be applied to anything and Elon is a master at it. So who knows? We'll see. Dave, thank you so much for coming on again, man. Always like talking to you. Hello. Take it easy, my friend. See ya. Bye. Awesome. What a good stream we're having today. How do you feel? Look at this. Look at how professional we are. Wow. Hit the like if you're enjoying the content. All right. We'll get it a few more minutes. Um Yeah. This has been a super fun conversation for me, honestly. Um if, if here's the deal. Over time, I think this platform as I'm as I'm going through through um this live stream experience and having people on and sharing their opinions, I do, think, I do think there is a percentage of the population that's sometimes afraid or maybe hesitant to share their thoughts or opinions out of maybe backlash or being made fun of or being attacked or being told they don't know what they're talking about, so on and so forth. Um, And I felt like that for a really big part of my life, okay? But over time, I I find that just having discussion, period, allows for thoughts to just formulate. And then you start planting seeds on, on people's brains. Like, I'm hoping what's happening with the live stream today is that each of us is like, based on what I said or Daniel or or Dave or Larry David or Jason Momoa from back (laughs) and earlier in the stream, right? There may have been thoughts or words or motions or uh, uh, something that we said or something that was said in the comments from any of of you great people in the community that may have sparked an idea, maybe created a connection that wasn't there before or uh, is starting to maybe... um, point us or as an individual closer to a certain conclusion that they're reaching that's going to be helpful for humanity. This is what these conversations are all about. How can we create more seeds to plant into people's brains so that we can start like formulating and, and trying out maybe different thoughts or different ideas or different things with the purpose of making humanity's future brighter. And this is like such a naive thing for me to say, but I honestly think there's some power in this. I think we have some power here to make that happen. Um, And this is my attempt at that, you know? So I hope this was helpful. I hope this was a good conversation. I'm really enjoying these uh, live forums, so I'm I'm definitely going to keep doing these on a daily basis. I told my someone to keep these short, but they're obviously not. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep going until as as long as they need to go. So thank you all so much for coming on. I hope you have a great Sunday, um, and then we'll see you again tomorrow for, for tomorrow's topic. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but I'm sure I'll uh, I'll post it at some at uh, some point in the. Uh, in the morning, probably. So, thank you all very much. Have a great Sunday. Appreciate you all. Thank you for keeping it respectful. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Love you guys very much and have a great rest of your Sunday. Take it easy. Bye bye.